0: Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager of the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization with the mission of coaching student athletes to aim for success off the field. Have you heard the news? Orange Arrow is turning 10. Please consider giving a monthly donation of $10 for 10 years of OA at www.orangearrow.org. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media to see how we're celebrating. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow. And I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, my guy, Alexander Dexter. What up, boss? How are you? I'm good, man. How you been? I've been well, man. I've been well. It's great to see you. Great to see you. You know what? <clears throat> it's interesting. When I was going to when I was gonna say your name, and I was thinking about this podcast, I call you Dexter, and I'm sure mm. 99% of people call you Dexter. Yeah. So what would you say the percentage of people who do not know that your first name is Alexander? Uh, I would, I would say anywhere from middle school down. No one
0: knows me as Dexter. Everyone knows oh. me. Everyone knows me as Alexander. It was when I went to high school. I mean, I went to Germany. They all would just call me Alex, and it had this weird accent, and I hated it. And I was like, just just
1: call me Dex or Dexter. And then since then, it's stuck. It's stuck. So it's yeah. stuck. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. My guy, Dexter. So, Dexter, you know the importance of warming up and stretching, right? Mm-hmm. So I got a couple warm-up questions. Here we go. If you could only listen to one musical artist for 30 days straight, their entire catalog, who are you selecting? That's a tough one,
0: man. That's a tough one. I'm. A, I'll I'll do two honorable mentions, but my main one for sure is gonna be Jay Z. Okay, all right. Uh, being from New York, you know, I love Hov. I love his music. Uh, and then I'd say an honorable mention probably be Jay Cole. Mm. And then maybe
1: old old Kanye. I'd say. Got you. Okay, old oh, Kanye. You got you got to be clear, right? You got yeah, to be not clear. the new Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and so so when you think of Jay Z, the Jigga man. Um, uh, what song come to mind? Empire Black- State of Mind is a good Ooh, one, you know. New um, York. Do you uh, remember when? Um, was that the MTV Music uh, Video Awards when uh, Little Mama came up on the stair, on the stage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she was with uh, Lisa Keys and yeah, yep, she I remember was, that. Man, yeah. I know she's tired of people bringing that bringing that back up. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I know. And it's a yeah, New Empire State of Mind, one of my yep. favorites. I probably uh, I have to say, brush your shoulders off.
1: Ooh, uh, yep, yep. Those are some classic ones, right service there. service announcement. Yeah, I used do, I grew up on do, yeah, <laughs> uh, duh, duh. <laughs> that part, cool. I dig. It. I dig it. So, if you had to be on a reality show, which one would you select?
0: On a reality show? Yes. And that's a good one. See, I I don't really my thing is I don't really even like reality TV that mm-hmm. much. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like it's not really real real right. life. But if I was to pick one. It would it would definitely be uh, uh it would have to be one of the, anyone where they travel and they, and they try out different foods and things like that. I know there's a couple. Okay,
1: okay, so, I dig that.
0: So what's the what's the what's the guy? Um, he would just he's got the he's got the goatee, he's got the spiky hair.
1: Oh my goodness, I can see him right now. Oh, is a guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I would yep. I would take his if that was you can count that as reality
0: tv i'm assuming yeah right? totally yeah yeah, oh, yeah 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 that works that that would be that would be the job that i would i mean that's not a job that's living the life right there
1: you know i dig it yeah two so. story two story now this might be before your time but just knowing you and your personality and when i think about which reality show i would like to watch you on do you, uh-huh. do you remember the show the real world the
0: real world, the real world.
1: yes no I remember okay that show. All right. All right. i think you would be great there man it'd be entertaining though you get along with everybody and- You Being Dexter, like, I think it'd be it would call you have some funny moments. (laughs) Some, yeah, (laughs) that was
0: real reality TV. I feel like I like that. I like that, yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's true. That's true. Speaking of TV, last one but question What is your favorite TV show of all time? If it came on today, you would sit there and watch the episode.
0: All time, that's a tough one, man. Maybe, maybe Breaking Bad. I say. That one, yeah. that, one takes, that one takes the the cake for me because that that one was just so well put together. It was slow, but everything was just so well. And I rem- I remember it's like they always have like little uh little snippets of the end of the very, very ends from like six mm-hmm. seasons away of the show. So you knew they planned that, they planned that entire, that entire series. I'd say Breaking Bad for sure. Yeah.
1: Wow. It's interesting that you said that because I actually started watching it because I have never seen, I think I may have seen like one episode okay. of Breaking Bad, a Breaking Bad, but I, I heard great things about it. And so I, uh I'm going to be intentional about getting through it and checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. think it's,
0: it's 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 a good one it's 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 like i said it's a slow slow tv show but you can tell it's just well planned out so i
1: would yeah i would take a look at that one for sure you'll enjoy definitely, it. definitely. yeah no I, i'm definitely gonna check it out i'm definitely gonna check it out and so because because somebody told me because i enjoyed ozark did you see ozark on netflix oh
0: that was yeah that was a good one. So
1: I enjoyed Ozark, and they was like, "We like Ozark, you're gonna like Breaking Bad." So I yeah, got, I got to get. Going. Thing,
0: it's yeah, pretty much the same thing. I would say, yeah, but more modern Ozark, you know. But
1: right, you know, right.
0: That's right.
1: a good. That's a good one too. So I Dexter, sorry. Yeah, continue. My guy, take us back, man. Hometown, you know, growing up, introduction to sports, speaking about fam a little bit, take away a little bit.
0: Okay, so, um, hometown. First of all, just to put things in perspective, I'm a military kid. My dad was in the Army, so I moved around a lot. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, um, very young age before I can remember anything. Um, moved down to about an hour south of Atlanta, Georgia. I'd spend about nine years there. Um,
1: where? I, where? What part of where? What so part the, of Georgia? The base is called Fort Benning. It's near Columbus, yeah. Georgia. Yep, yep, yep. Because I used to live in the Atlanta area. So, yes, I, I okay. visited Columbus a few times. Yep. Yeah. It's a very it's an open area. I would say it's not
0: it's not a lot going on around. Right. There,
1: it's yeah, the it's country.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I grew up on, I'd say, a goat farm, but pretty, I had like a 30 goats at one time. Wow. It, it, yeah. So, I remember like days would consider would be me coming home from school, feeding my goats, raking the yard, mowing the lawn.
1: My whole hold, on, hold on, let, let me jump in. So, goats, do you do you remember the name of some of your goats? Uh I remember Billy. Was Billy? The I am about guy. to say, you gotta have Billy. You gotta have yeah, Billy. Yeah, we had
0: Billy. He was, the, <laughs> he was the main guy. We had Mary. Um man. I can't even remember. I think I'm we good named with Billy something. and Mary. Um, we had some that we named after, like, reindeer or something like that, but no, it was... Yeah. <laughs> we had a few. But, um... Yeah. So then my weekends would consist like my entire weekend would be me taking care of the lawn with my dad or the yard Mm. with my dad and then soccer or something like that. But yeah, that was the early, my early childhood. And then my dad got stationed in Germany. And before I went to high school, I asked my mom if I could move over there with him. And she was like, yes, of course, that's something you want to do. She knows everyone knows soccer over there is a lot better. So I went over there to live with my dad for my entirety of high school. And then I got scouted to, to play here at, or we were
1: at Pitt. So, so, so I'm a, I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. So we're going to speak about soccer. Did you play any other sports growing up? So my parents are Jamaican, both of them. So they kind of not pushed me, but they loved me to do
0: track. And I did track for about, three years in middle school and then I didn't do much after that but yeah it was really only track and soccer for me and so with go ahead so yeah I didn't really my my love was just for soccer I couldn't see myself doing anything else you know I wasn't a multi-sport kid you know so so what athletes did you look up to growing up oh wow I mean on the soccer side, I looked up to Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. So his work ethic. I looked the the guy who got me into it, Thierry Henry. He's a French guy. Um, Ronaldinho is a is a big one. Up most of the world knows him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe. Yep. Um, I. It's crazy. Everyone talks about Mamba mentality, all this stuff, but I, I kind of stumbled across Kobe through his work ethic videos. That was mm. I didn't know Kobe as a as a player. I only knew him as like one of those guys who worked really hard. And that was it's crazy because that was what attracted me to him. So Kobe Bryant, um yeah, Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal. I Mm. I love watching I love watching tennis. Those guys were always inspirational for me. Nadal is like one of the guys that just always has a fire in him. Um I wouldn't (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. That's it's weird to me because thinking about it, I'm not really sure any other sports have a bigger impact on me than basketball, soccer, you know, Mm,
1: tennis. Yeah, yeah. Think about. So, how was it living in Germany, man? Speak, speak about that experience. Yeah, so right out the gate, I had to
0: to learn the language pretty quickly, especially being immersed in the culture. I. Need to communicate with my new teammates when I got there. I had to figure out how to get around town and things like that. So,
1: you know, so how was... old?
0: How old were you at
1: the time? Thirteen. You were thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Learning new language at thirteen. How was that? Was that challenging? It it really wasn't, to be honest. I'd say
0: what made it easy was being in the culture. So, I mean, yes, learning something new is difficult, but it definitely helped that I had teammates around me who were helping me out, and then literally walking outside the door was a was a new lesson every single day because different signs, different things I need to figure out. I needed to get somewhere, you know. I had to learn the train station. I had to ask someone. So it was not saying it was easy, but it helped being in the
1: culture. You know. Now, did you have did some of your teammates? Did they also speak English? English and German. It's crazy, like. I'd say 80% of them speaking. It's not like
0: in America where. Oh. Yeah, they they make you from, I think like second grade, third grade, they you have to start learning a second language in that, in uh, Germany. I know that's in most countries across Europe too. So I, I had no issue if I didn't understand something they could translate it to me, which actually made me feel a guilty, you know, because I'm in their name, I'm in their country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're speaking English to me sometimes, but you know, like, it definitely motivated me because like, if they
1: can do it, I can do it, too, you know? So. As, so I know you recently went to Germany to visit family. So when you're there, do you speak uh, German? 100% yes. percent of the time or like 90% of the time? you 90 yeah, so most of the time
0: I speak German with my friend. My family, obviously, they, they, don't, they don't speak much because they work with the American government. My mom works at my old high school. She's a special ed teacher at my old high school. Um, which is, which was English speaking. It was international English speaking school. Um, But no, no, when I'm there, I, it's, it's funny how, like, I forgot so much. And then when I got back into the culture, I was there for a month. I, I picked up on it so quickly. It was, it's crazy how you can just like unlock like a sick, like a second part of your brain that you didn't realize you had, because I forgot almost everything. And then now I can speak somewhat,
1: not, not fluently, but say like 60%, you know? Yeah, that's cool. All right, so I got to put you on the spot. Say say a little something in German, whether it's, you know, you directed me to go catch the train or you're suggesting suggesting um, where we should go for lunch, wherever you want to take it.
0: Okay, so if I wanted to say, um, if I want to ask you what are we doing tomorrow, say, uh, he gets a scene in Morgan, or if I wanted to say, let's go, let's go get some food. I, I would say like hab habisch isch hunger um, mm. du Essen mit mir. And then it, it's weird because it's not like subject predicate. You have to mix it up. It's like predicate mm. subject. So that was that's part of the confusing part with German. It's like it's not. It's not straightforward like English. You mix up
1: words or mix up different conjunctions of the sentence. Got you. Got you. That's cool. That's cool. And so you mentioned it. You decided to go to Pitt. You excelled soccer um, Mm -hmm. there in Germany. So a couple of things. How did they discover you? But then also, what other schools were you considering?
0: Okay. So, yeah, I I, uh, went to a camp. Um, it was very last minute because I was still considering going to play pro in the smaller divisions in Germany. But my senior year actually kind of might have been a curse or a blessing. I got hurt and I couldn't perform as well as I really wanted to. And it was like a sign for me Like, listen, if, if I got hurt like this again or if this was worse, I have no education. So I, so I signed up for camp. And my high school coach got me into this camp and it was for most of the American players in Europe. And so when I went there, I did well. And there was a bunch of school. Pitt was there, um, Army, Navy, um, a few other small schools were there. And I actually got an offer. So I went to an international school. was 90% of the kids are military, right? And when I got the offer to go to West Point, everyone was like, okay, so when are you signing the paperwork? I was like, I, I, I don't know if I want to do the Army just yet. Like, I want to continue education. So my entire, my principal called me and just said, what are you doing? He said that. So I had offers from West Point, Navy, but then Pitt, ultimately, I did research on the coach and he was like trying to rebuild this program. And that's when I went the decision to go to a school that really wanted to play fundamentals soccer and it worked out great because we were we went from 90th in the nation to my senior junior year we were
1: first in the nation yeah our balling yeah yeah no that's that's dope to be part of that um uh, that resurgence of pit soccer yeah it was now, did, did you um and we're gonna get to your your time at Pitt. did you take a visit before you committed to going to the school listen it's crazy because i didn't even know what
0: pit looked like i had no <laughs> idea for me, I didn't know what Germany looked like. Like for me, it was just like if the soccer's good, I'll go there.
1: Mm, gotcha. And it was
0: I was so blinded for the fact that like when I went there, everyone's like, Wow, it's a great school. I was like I was more concerned with okay, it's a big school, so they must have a lot going on, so it must not be a mediocre education. I didn't know they were so good in terms of like, they're ranked number one in so many categories across the right. nation. It comes to education. But, yeah, I saw that, you know, the soccer is going to be great there. And that's why
1: I picked it. How about in- that? Yeah. So, but, you're, at, you're at Pitt. What did you uh, What did you decide to major in? What was your major? So, I,
0: I originally started off as a business major. And then I transferred over into marketing. Um, I did digital media and marketing as my major, and that was what I ended up graduating with. So, more on the side, pretty much what we're doing here, you know, broadcasting, um, journalism, and editing, things like that. So,
1: you know. So, how was it for you balancing the life of being a student athlete at Pitt? I would say... It is
0: challenging, but if you do the little things right, it, it, it can be a lot easier than people like to say it is. It's, it's not the hardest thing in the world. You know, looking back, when your coach, because my coach had this thing where you made us, like, write down in a, in a little handbook our entire week, ahead of time so we knew when we had class when we had recovery session when we had to wake up in the morning for training when we had to do study hours and it was tedious but it made everything so so much more organized that you just you're it made it more as like once your whole week is put in front of you you can kind of see like okay this is what I have to take care of and I think it made everything so much easier. I still I still do it to this day. I have a journal to this day and I journal at least at least three times a week.
1: Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a pretty dope habit. So when you think about your time on the field, what are some of the fondest memories playing soccer at Pitt? What comes to mind? Give me a couple.
0: Oh man, some freshman year, um, WVU came to us as a as a rival, we beat them seven seven one it was a complete Oof. blowout yeah and it was one of, one of the funnest games to be a part of. I remember um we were three zero down at with Duke at home ended up coming back and that was the most one of the most exciting my me and my teammates still talk about that game today. they said it was the funnest game they were ever a
1: part of. who was the finest they score?
0: 4-3. We ended up winning three. 4-3. Yeah. Wow. Came back from 3-0 at home. It was alumni night, too, which was crazy. So all of the, all of the family was there. You know, we thought, oh, man, we're going to get embarrassed. And then second half, it just, I don't know, we just turned it up. And it was, it was I, we, I scored the game-winning goal in the last two minutes of the game. Oh, well, that's dope. You buried the lead, man. Wow. That's big <laughs> time right there. <laughs> yeah, it was no, it was. I finished the game with two assists and then the game winning goal, which was, yeah, it was uh something I I won't ever forget.
1: So so um, so let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. So you said this is something your teammates still speak about. Mm-hmm. Is that really true? Or do you like, do you bring it out? Bring it up. Yeah, hey, do you no. remember that time I, I scored a winning goal? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I promise you. I promise you.
0: We're just like hashing it out, like yeah, like some of like the best times that we had. Like obviously making it to our first. We were the first, I think, first time in twenty years that a team made it to um, NCAA's, like the playoffs. Yeah, that was something that we we talked about um, as like a huge accomplishment for us. And then we talked about making it to the final four one year. Yeah. And so that game it was crazy. That game comes together with all those because it was like we we everyone thought we were gonna lose that game. Remember, we were our head. We went three zero down in, in half time, and we're like, okay, you know, this is this is gonna be an embarrassing night. But let's try to we said let's try to bring one back. And We got mm. one, and then I'm like, all right, we have some time left. Let's try to at least recover. And then we got two, and we're like, hold on, like we could actually do something. Come here. on, we could do something here, yeah and then i remember our captain jackson walty put in a cross it was meant to be a cross and then got lucky went all the way through it was 3-3 i think it was 70th minute 75th minute and we were just like what the heck is going on and, and at that point we 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 knew we were going we were going to win the game because we were like we had way too much energy we were, you could see like everyone was was buzzing it was something
1: crazy to be a part of you know you don't forget things like that And so, we know each other through OA. You Uh are a standout intern with us at Orange Arrow. So do you remember, how did you find out about Orange Arrow and the internship? Oh, that's that's crazy because it's, it's actually something that I still want to do today. But I remember
0: I wanted to do something that would help the community. And even today, I'm still figuring out ways um, for whichever city that I'm in to to help um, do community service for the community. I I think that's because as an athlete, my biggest not issue with other athletes, but I think that you have a platform, that you have an obligation to help people around you. You know, there's no there's no sense of you doing so well if you can't help people around you. So I wanted to help. And Orange Arrow was just perfect for that because you guys helped build the, the younger generation, helped them be prepared for college, things like that. That's
1: something I, I love to be a part of, you know. Um, so do you remember who? Because I'm thinking about it now. Did Lusaka connect us? It was Saka,
0: yeah. It was so- Lusaka, yeah, Sokka. yeah, yeah.
1: Sokka, yep. Sokka, my guy, yeah, our guy right there, our guy right there. And so fast forwarding, I forgot you two know each other. So you're in the D.C. area. I'm now in the D.C. area. We recently discovered that. But Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you know, Lusaka is also in this area. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to set up a time for the three of us. We're going to do lunch, lunch or dinner. We'll do a dinner or something like that. We'll set it up. We'll set it up. Yeah. It's actually uh,
0: crazy you mentioned that because I've never met you in person because we met over Everything was through Zoom during the pandemic. Yeah, it was during the pandemic, right? So I have no idea, never, obviously, family, but never met you in person. Um, the only I've met probably five percent of the Orange Arrow family in person. Yeah,
1: in person, That's- but it's family though. Even v- yeah. via shout out to Zoom, right? Yeah. Shout out to Zoom. So, so when you think about your time at OA, man, what's some of the um the moments that come up for you? Because we have man, some I- funny, good times, man. I just, I just love like the the
0: team bonding. Like we had our own, we had our own projects to work on, and then when it was time, it was time to come together. You know, we we had like uh, figure out the run of show. Yeah, that was yeah. that was one of the things I loved because it was like it was creative. It was there was something that we had to make out of nothing to help these people or these little kids, you know, get excited about the Orange Arrow Vision you know so i i i love that a lot it was we had some funny
1: times man just we really did we really did i i i can see vividly when uh we were testing out it must have been one of the um it was one of the activities but we had to see who could eat the piece of bread the fastest <laughs> so it must be you was it you versus raphael i don't know was aisha part of that too and Ooh. i Alex, Alex was probably just laughing. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh I think you beat, I think you beat Ra Ra. I think you beat Raphael. Oh no, hundred percent I beat Ra ah. I, I know it would be him, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Now nah, that's super dope, man. Nah, it's, uh, You know, we're, we're connected uh for life now, man. And it's it's really incredible how you know we still be able to build a relationship you know, with each other as a team virtually. You gotta be really intentional about it, but also. You know, it's a testament that we could build a relationship with the young people.
0: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, oh, yeah. and so,
1: and so, you know, everybody was living in a time of uncertainty and we continue to do the work, continue to engage. And um in even, you know, whether it's an hour or, or a few hours on that, that time frame, I mean, people got some um you know, had some joy. Have some joy yeah. in the midst of everything was happening, man. So it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Really and cool. I would
1: say, I would say COVID
0: helped the the situation a little bit because you're stuck at home. You, you don't have much interaction with people and then it's like okay these are some new friends and then all of a sudden the friends turn into family that you part. know so that part it 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 was it was a great journey that that summer and then the summer after too when i helped on for a bit but you know i i i love working with orange air i would recommend it to i recommend it to all my
1: teammates you know though not, not it, i think i think it was the next summer Y'all pulled up. It was probably like 20 of y'all that ended up yeah. volunteering that summer. Y'all they, guys pulled up, man. So
0: that's love. I had the whole soccer team. Where I think, yeah, most of the soccer team pulled up with
1: me. They they, they loved it too. Nah, that's super dope. So that was super dope. So as we begin to, um, to wind down, so what's next for you? So after graduation, um, just give a, updates of what you've been up to.
0: Oh yeah. So I, I signed my
1: first professional soccer contract. um, Nice. Congrats.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm living the dream now. It's, it's, it's crazy now because it's a job, but it doesn't feel like it, you know, because it's something that I've always wanted to do. So now I, I have more love and appreciation for the sport now, but yeah, I, I was playing down in Charleston battery for for a little bit last season, that's where I signed my first professional contract. Now I'm back up here in DC, so yeah, I'm making making things happen.
1: Um, yeah, that's it's
0: dope. it's been a blessing, to be honest with you, I that's- I'm doing, I'm doing some some things on the side, like I'm getting my real estate license, things like that, just to, just to stay in the know, make sure I have a backup plan or something, you know, something on the side. But right now, I'm focusing on my
1: my soccer right now, which is I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, and so, as you know, the mission of Orange Arrow is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field, off the track, out of the pool, wherever mm-hmm. the playing arena may be. Yeah. Dexter, why is it important to be more than an athlete, having success outside of sport?
0: Oh, because you, you never know
1: your impact
0: that you might have, not just... I mean, as an athlete, you know, you 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 inspire young kids to follow their dreams and things like that. But you go out into the real world and you know, like with Orange Arrow, I realize there's there's kids that wanna do more with their lives and like if you wanna be a, a doctor or a dentist, things like that, you know, those are impactful things too. And so I feel like it's important to have another, another identity about you, you know, because the soccer for me, the sport you're playing, it's not going to last you forever. Yeah. You know? And just to, just to have something that you also love on the sides, it makes whatever you're doing more enjoyable. So for me, like I said, I love to help people. Uh, I'm trying to get into to nonprofits as well, and fundraising, helping the community as well wherever I go. So, you know, I, I think it's important always to have a separate, you know, identity about you besides just whatever's on the field, you know, because you have to step away as well, you know.
1: Totally, 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 my guy. Thank you for your time, man. I'm glad we uh, were able to reconnect, and looking forward to catching. Um, up in person for the yeah. first time you have um, to, here in the near future.
0: You have to give me my my orange arrow swag. You never, I never got
1: uh, it. Call me out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we, owe we owe you. We owe you. We owe you. In fairness, we sent it to an address that you were there for a while, and then you ended up going to another spot on campus. And yeah. so I think it got lost. But no excuses. I got you. Say less. I got you coming. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Bye, guy. Have a good one. Take care. Take care. Take care.